You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to our post-Thanksgiving Day show. Today we're going to take a cue from Luke, who was, uh, we teased that he was going to join us this week. Unfortunately, he is not able to join us, so we're taking his idea and we're running with it anyway, and that is Thanksgiving leftovers. So we're going to talk about, um, you know, we've all had a, well, we're still in the middle of our Thanksgiving holiday weekend, and Noah and I are together uh, for a change, which is nice. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our Thanksgiving and leftovers, and specifically, I think, food-oriented, but there may or may not be some other leftovers we talk about, too. So, Yeah, definitely. So this year's Thanksgiving was obviously a bountiful harvest, and I hope for all of our listeners it was, too. But um, <laughs> um, when I think about Thanksgiving, obviously, we all think of turkey. And um, I think that turkey is the most leftover because uh, people, people, when they bring in these turkeys, they're huge, right? Or they usually have, like, one or two. Um, this, year's, uh, this year's Thanksgiving leftovers, we don't really have much in our fridge, would you say? Well, we don't because in all candor, we went out to eat exactly for Thanksgiving. Which is a lot more convenient, honestly, than uh, <laughs> I, I know I because, I mean, all the effort that you and I typically put into making a huge meal is... Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm standing in the I kitchen doing all the supporting. You know? <laughs> I'm like the managing director over there. That's right. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, I think this is a good idea to sort of like go into some of our favorite foods during Thanksgiving. And um, has there been any food since you were a kid that weren't part of the Thanksgiving meal that sort of went into it later on? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say uh, certainly maybe it's because of where I lived. Mac and cheese was never a part of Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. And by the way, it wasn't a part of our Thanksgiving this year either. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wasn't, much to our dismay. But um, yeah, I, 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 it, it's funny too because I feel like mac and cheese wasn't that popular back when you were a kid, but now it's everywhere. People eat Kraft, uh, that Kraft macaroni and cheese, and they expect it for uh, Thanksgiving nowadays. But yeah. yeah, here's a fun fact. Yesterday I went to a CrossFit class and That's it was, fun. well, it was, here's the fun fact though, that the, the actual training part was burn off work off that turkey. And I said, I never even saw turkey. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I, I literally never saw turkey on Thanksgiving this year. You didn't get any turkey at no. all? I didn't even see the turkey. Oh, wow. I didn't go that far in the line. Oh, okay. Well, I had the turkey. It was uh-huh. pretty good. Is turkey supposed to be a bit drier? Or is it not supposed to be that way? I seldom have had turkey that wasn't dry. Yeah. yeah. Now, our listeners are saying, well, you're not eating the right turkey. I just don't think I'm a turkey fan. That's what it is. I gotcha. I gotcha. So sort of going into some of the things that you haven't liked over the years, would you say you're a cranberry, what is it, cranberry jam? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. Like, do you like that no. at all? I think it's kind of gross, too. No. I don't know. But In fact, as you will soon learn, although you do know it, but our listeners will learn, Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving meal, the traditional Thanksgiving meal is is not my favorite. It's your mom's favorite. Doesn't sound like you're giving much thanks, though. Well, it. I'm thankful that we're together and that I am able to um, enjoy the bounty of a meal with family and friends. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I, I go my own way with what I eat on Thanksgiving. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'll tell you what uh, is better than almost anything during Thanksgiving, and that is Sister Schubert's uh, rolls. <laughs> Those are <laughs> fantastic, you know, from my mother to your mother to you. <laughs> but uh, no, I... Another middle. Yeah, rolls, rolls during Thanksgiving are obviously essential because I think that's like the biggest sort of uh, source you, uh, of bread that you have on the table, right? Like what else, what else during Thanksgiving? Stuffing. Stuffing, yeah. that's right. Have you ever been a stuffing person? I used to be. I used to be. Now, you need to know that growing up, my the stuffing of choice was either the green box or the red box. What does that mean? It was the uh, stovetop. And uh, my mom, I used to tease her about that. I would say, are we having the green box or the red box this year? And she did not like it when I said that. But uh, <laughs> stuffing, I think, has come a long way, or at least as I've gotten older, I've had more opportunity to try different stuffing. Not a fan. Yeah. It's just very, it's just bread. It just seems fine. It, it's one of those foods that I don't dislike eating it, but it just, I don't like it enough to eat it. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I, that's uh, probably the same way for me too. Sometimes I really enjoy it and sometimes I'm just like, I'm not really about it right now. But um, what, what else would you say is like part of like the general Thanksgiving meal that we haven't covered yet? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Classic. Mashed potatoes. And I had plenty of those. This year's mashed potatoes were very, very good. I'm glad you thought so. You didn't think so? <laughs> I thought they were fine. Were you just miserable <laughs> eating? No, I was. I had a delightful meal with uh, wonderful company. I just, um, I had a really good meal. I had salmon and mashed potatoes and a salad good here. and a lot of dessert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Minus was... the pumpkin pie, of course, because I don't <laughs> like that either. <laughs> I didn't see any pumpkin pie, though. Uh, they had those sure. little little pumpkin pies. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so speaking of dessert uh, during Thanksgiving, chocolate chest pie is usually a staple, right? Uh, I don't think that that was a part of the first Thanksgiving dinner. Well, it... yeah, I don't think cranberry sauce was either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess... I never had chocolate chest pie until I moved to the southern United States. Really? I never even heard of it. Oh, what was like a northern thing? that Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, don't you think pumpkin pie is the, the quintessential Thanksgiving well, fall, dinner dessert? Yeah, fall in general, I would definitely say so. Yeah. So Back in my day, Noah, <laughs> uh, pumpkin wasn't didn't permeate the entire fall. You know, There was no pumpkin spice latte. There was no pumpkin everything. Really? But, yeah, I mean, no we had pumpkin, pumpkin bread. Latte? No, imagine that. But... There was pumpkin bread, there was pumpkin pie, but there wasn't, you know, what did we have? Uh, pumpkin cake pops or something like that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, a member of our studio audience <laughs> nodding her head. Yeah. Um, but would you say that there's been any sort of large change from Thanksgiving when you were a kid up till now? Black Friday excluded, because we're going to talk about that too. Um. I, I honestly, I think I like Thanksgiving more now than I, I used to, and that What's has up? less to do with the food and more to do with, I've, I mean, even as a kid. As a kid, you, you know, you may be thankful, but you don't have the perspective yet yeah, yeah, enough right, to right. really fully appreciate what you have. Sure. And then as you get older, as you know, you um, learn to appreciate and recognize that there are a lot of people who do not have what you have, and so there's so much... Uh, to be thankful for. So I think in that sense, although I, I think I said this at the Thanksgiving dinner table, I'm someone who I think is always thankful for what I have. Um, I'm always grateful. And so I don't need a holiday to sort of recognize that. And I'm not suggesting that most people do, but I think when we sit around a table and we talk about the things we're thankful for, 
I don't do that just once a year. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it serves a dual purpose. Uh, number one, it does remind people to be thankful, but it's also just tradition. And America loves its traditions, mm-hmm. and it helps people gather together. And I think ultimately people love to have excuses to take off of work, you know, to be able to enjoy the company of one another because oftentimes we don't get that a lot of family travel for thanksgiving people definitely make those arrangements to go and see each other they make a concerted effort to sort of just have everything be lighter and just share a good meal together i think thanksgiving definitely means more than just a reminder to be thankful um but speaking of that let's sort of hop into black friday this is something i'm really curious about did black friday exist when you were like 10 yes how long has it been going on? I, I don't know. Um, as long as I can remember, anyway. Oh, wow, okay. But, I mean, it wasn't something that I think... I remember maybe 25 years ago mm-hmm. it being kind of a thing because my brother-in-law was going out for a mm-hmm. trampoline. Uh-huh. And um, I remember that being at, at thanks. I guess we were together for Thanksgiving and... He had to leave or had to plan to leave early so that he could go and get the the Black Friday deal. Mm -hmm. And then I remember um, your mom and I started to go out a few times and we ran into our neighbors uh, and our really good friends who were in the Target parking lot. And I think at that moment I sort of realized this is a a whole thing. Oh, yeah. And then, as you know, your mom and her friend for a lot of years would go almost all night. I would call it the all-night shopping odyssey, and we would meet for breakfast at IHOP at like 1 or 2 in the morning, and I, I miss that. That's become a Waffle House tradition, right? Well, there's, um, it was shopping interrupted this year because her friend decided that the beach was more fun than going shopping. So I would absolutely say that is true as somebody who did a bit of Black Friday shopping just yesterday. But um, take, a, take a guess on this. When do you think the first Black Friday in America was introduced? 1971. So, November 1951. I was only 20 years off. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, So, 70 years ago. Wow, when you put it like that, yeah. 70, uh, 69, 70 years ago. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, At what point did you decide that Black Friday just, like, wasn't for you? I, I know that, was it 2013? Was it when we, when we stood outside of that GameStop to go grab an Xbox? How many hours did I sit in that line with you and Luke, Noah? Well, I estimated three to four. We weren't sitting. We were standing. Um, I estimated three to four, but Luke said it was probably more like six to seven. I believe Luke was right. And if my, I guess my memory was serving me incorrectly, but it was bitterly cold that year. It was bitterly cold. It was. We had run a 5K that morning. Yeah. And um, then we're in line for a lot of hours. You know, I, I, I'm not a shopper. Yeah. And I know what I want, and I know that when I go to a store, I know exactly where it is or generally where it is, and I'm going straight for it, and then I'm going right to the self-checkout, and then I'm leaving. So I'm not someone who, like, looks around, that sort of thing. I, I would say the idea though, of Black Friday shopping is kind of fun because uh, it's a whole thing. One year, I was in line at Best Buy, and a newspaper reporter came by. I don't know, maybe it was in the Target line. And... You know, they were just asking me why I was out there. I was one of a million people online. And I said, oh, you know, my wife and I like to divide and conquer. And I think that was early on in my Black Friday experience. Were you put on TV for that? No, uh, the newspaper. You, It used to be people would actually, like, have this um, 
physical physical piece paper, of paper they would hold. and that were it was typed on and people would actually get it delivered to their house in oh, the wow. morning. Interesting. Yeah, you probably have never heard of a newspaper. Yeah, you uh, know that happened for like the first like thirteen years of my life. But, okay, I'm just saying. Online. Online. Uh, but anyway, that was kind of fun. But uh, shopping for me is not a whole thing. Black Friday makes it a little more enjoyable, but. The, the crowds and the... I mean, there was a time when your mom and I were in Walmart and people were literally passing uh, large TVs in the boxes over over our heads. I and mean, we were like all... A, it was like a, kind of a frenzy. It was a whole thing. And it was kind of fun in a sense, but it was also probably dangerous. And, uh, you know, this is when TVs were heavy, too. They had the tube in them. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, it's funny, too, because... I would not thrive in an environment like that. I'm not somebody who's going to knock somebody over, who's just going to assert myself to get to the front of the line first. I would just be so unsuccessful in that moment. Plus, with the chaos, yeah. it's just ugh, so many people in one place, yeah. just like vying for the same things, but or different things. I just I, I couldn't do it. I actually really enjoy that you can buy most of your stuff online. But for that reason, I think that Black Friday deals have kind of dropped off in the past few years. So you've said. I, I would say that one of the benefits of the pandemic is that it has refocused um, uh, how workers are valued, how people how people are able to sort of take their time instead of just work through every single holiday. Yeah, They're not I, an afterthought. As when I anymore. heard on Wednesday morning that Target and Kohl's and Best Buy and and a lot of those big box stores were going to be closed on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. the whole day, I thought. Wow, that's a change. And two, that's good. That's the way it was maybe ten years ago. Yeah, and you know, so I was standing in um, I was standing in line at Best Buy. So we actually talked to this guy. You asked him how this Black Friday was compared to the other ones, and uh, he said it's actually been really chill. Yeah, for the uh, compared to you know three or four years ago. So I saw him again uh, when I was uh, shopping with my friend, and I asked him. I said. Uh, did you did y'all get Thanksgiving off? And he said, yes, we got Thanksgiving off this year, which was great. And so my friend and I were like talking about an article that we read that other stores were following suit too. And he said, it used to be, we used to follow what Walmart did, yeah. what their practices were. And so back then we would hope and pray that they would be closed on Thanksgiving. And if they weren't, then we knew we'd have a really long night ahead of us. But it's just you it's you not knowing whether you have to be up at five o'clock or if you can sleep in Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of great because if our listeners don't know i think walmart target and best buy announced that they would be closed on and kohl's they'd be closed on thanksgiving day um from here on out just indefinitely and i think with what you were saying that was sort of a result of the pandemic i think it was because last year maybe they weren't open because the pandemic was was raging we're still in the pandemic but i'm not sure it's ever going to end completely no never because of the you know variations of the of the virus but all that said i think it has required employers mm-hmm. to take stock in how they uh, value employees i also think there's a difficult um, difficulty in getting enough employees to support uh, all night shopping you know a lot of people have been unhappy with Walmart and places that are open 24-7 anyway for a lot of years because, one, is that capitalism gone awry? Is it that necessary? And I wonder the same, um, I ask the same question too. And so maybe the pandemic in some ways has 
has answered that question, that it's not necessary. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there was a point where it the deals, Black Friday became earlier and earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. Like it was just after Thanksgiving dinner. People were expected, like they started at four o'clock, five o'clock mm-hmm. for these stores. And I think um, it was commercialism run rampant. It was one of those things where there was just more emphasis on the products being sold at high rates rather than the people who were helping Mm -hmm. to get those products um, through the door. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's very sad to me because I, I worked in, um, I worked in the service industry uh, for a couple years uh, when I wasn't a lifeguard and, you know, I've experienced rude people before, but I've never experienced complete chaos in terms of that. And I absolutely believe everybody deserves a day off during Thanksgiving. I think it's ridiculous. You know, that should be a time spent with other people. So that was actually kind of good news to hear. And if Black Friday has to suffer for that reason, quote unquote, then so be it. Yeah. You know, we have, I mean, we have online platforms to work through, but the headphones that you're wearing uh, were a Black Friday sort of deal. So we did get something out of it. Yeah. Right? Let's hope that when we play this back, we agree that it was a good deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to circle back just for a second to the earlier part of our conversation and say one of the things, I was thinking about this this morning, one of the things I think I have grown to like so much about Thanksgiving mm. it is that is it, you know, it historically, it, it has some controversy, as does everything Certainly. in today's society. Certainly. But it is a very, it is a uniquely American holiday. Uh-huh. And unlike uh, the holiday season where, you know, people celebrate different things, Christmas, Kwanzaa, um, obviously Hanukkah. That's uh, the Christmas equivalent, right? To some extent. Yeah, I mean, it's around the same time of year, and, and but, mm. uh, you know, the Festival of Lights. Yeah. Anyway, all that said... Um, and actually, I, I attended a Diwali dinner a few weeks ago. Which really? Was really? Yeah, it was really that interesting like a ton to of learn. Fun. It was. It was really interesting to learn. Is that a Thanksgiving equivalent um, holiday? No, I would say to you it's almost a combination of July 4th, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. Because That's it's awesome. fireworks, and there were no fireworks at this particular dinner. But it was a really good experience, one, to, well, primarily to learn what Diwali is, is all about. Mm-hmm. But all of that is to say, what I think I like... What I've grown to like about or recognize about Thanksgiving is that it is a holiday that as Americans we celebrate in almost not unison, but uniformly. Whereas possibly the most homogenous thing about America. Uh possibly. Yeah. Um and maybe aside of Christmas. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, because it's you're, different, you're right. Right. You're right. If you're if you're Jewish, uh I although I know Jewish people who celebrate Christmas as well, but at the same time, if you are Jewish, you're celebrating Hanukkah, yeah, yeah, um, and other people celebrate other things, and and so, and that's fine, that's great. But I think that the nice thing about um, Thanksgiving is it is a uniquely American holiday. So as a mm-hmm. as a U.S. citizen, by and large, almost people come together. Yeah, and when, and when I say that, they're not really coming together, but they're we are doing something similar, um, regardless of. Who we are and where we live. Yeah, it's definitely nice to see people. I mean, obviously, there's jokes about seeing old relatives and then bringing up political conversations at the dinner table, this and that. But I I think it's just very unique in that regard because for Christmas, usually I'd feel like it's like your super close family. Of course, people do Christmas parties with their extended family, but I feel like Thanksgiving is that one time where just a lot of people 
come together and are able to just enjoy that specific time. So I think it's cool that there's equivalence to Thanksgiving. Um, but, you know, I'm realizing that more and more each year. And, you know, unfortunately, it seems like almost each Thanksgiving, um, you know, family numbers can dwindle, you know, people over time, uh, you know, are in and out of your life. But I think it's just important to be able to, you know, sit down even with any of your family that you know and be able to just enjoy each other's time and be thankful and grateful for one another yeah i yeah. agree and i think that uh this weekend is uh has been and is particularly nice sort of um disconnecting you know it really has there's been something different about 2021's uh, thanksgiving sort of holiday i feel like i think more people were given time off which is great i think the general atmosphere now is a lot slower which is great this is my first year sort of working in like the professional like you know professional world where it's you realize just how much of a holiday impact mm -hmm. uh this has so it, it was um it's pretty interesting to note that as well but i i really enjoyed this slower more methodical and probably like intentional pace of uh how the holidays have gone this year i also think it's a sign of the times you know we uh, society has been through a lot anywhere you live in the world um with the pandemic and i think people have are um discovering a greater appreciation for time and for opportunity to to um recharge um it helps you mentally and physically and i think there's great value in that for the individual and for the employer yeah absolutely well, I think that's sort of like a great way to cap off um, what we've been talking about. Do you want to move into our check it out section? I do. Cool. What do you have? <laughs> okay. Well, it's the holiday season officially now that Thanksgiving has arrived and, and has passed. But uh, I'm going to recommend a movie, of course. And this is, for me, uh, becoming a quickly becoming a holiday tradition. Yeah. And this film is Daddy's Home 2. Okay. <laughs> So tell us, uh, tell us the all-star cast in this movie. It's Mark Wahlberg. It's Will Ferrell. It's um, oh uh, Mel Gibson, and it's John Lithgow, yeah. and they are at their uh, and finest. Velma from Scooby Doo, the live-action movie. Oh yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What's her name? Belinda Cardellini. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's and in it too. So she's in it too. And it's a sequel to it's 2017. It's a sequel to the 2015 film, but this one is holiday-themed, Christmas-themed, and. Um, you know, I may not be the biggest Will Ferrell uh, fan, but he is funny. And he's particularly funny opposite the tough guy persona that uh, Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson, who plays Mark Wahlberg's father, play. And then John Lithgow is is Will Ferrell's father. It It's worth it. It's it's a dumb movie. It's silly. It, it's somewhat nonsensical. John Cena has some of the best oh lines in gosh, this movie, yes. too. But at the end of the day... Most holiday films yeah. that are classics that we love, whether it's um, A Christmas Story or um, uh, uh, Home Alone or um, Christmas Vacation, they all lack logic. Of course. And so this one may sort of fit right in, and it's just really funny. So I highly recommend Daddy's Home 2. I agree. Watch it if you just want to be entertained. You know? I may even watch it. I watched it. You know, already this weekend, I may watch it again between now and Christmas. Yeah, it, it's it's a very entertaining movie. It's great. It's perfect right in time for the holidays. So I will also match that with another holiday recommendation. So this has been a tradition for my family probably since, oh man, 2008, 9, maybe even earlier. 
Um, and this is another one of those movies that isn't exactly one of those incredibly high quality ones like you would think of Home Alone or you would think of um, maybe some of the Christmas Vacation movies or something like that. Or Die Hard being a Christmas movie. It is definitely a Christmas movie. I watched it last Christmas. Nice. Um, I would say Jingle All the Way, which is from 1996 with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jake Lloyd, who played Anakin, Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker in Star Wars Episode One, only three years later. Also, um, uh, what's uh, what's his name? Not uh, not Sebastian. Who's in it? it? It's the mailman. What's his name? Sinbad. 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 Is in it. It, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's this movie is just super super entertaining. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb to a fault. Double man. But it, you get to see Arnold Schwarzenegger just be one of the, the dad who he's working too much and you know his kid wants this for Christmas. You get to see him in a variety of these crazy situations with some just terrible CGI sometimes. But it's such a sweet and well-meaning movie at its core. It's really enjoyable and it's just a little gem for the holidays. So I would definitely recommend uh, jingle all the way, but don't look at its tomato meter. Just yeah, just enjoy it. Just enjoy yourself. You Escape know? for an hour and forty five minutes. Well, I remember we enjoyed Christmas with the Cranks, and that has a six percent. I know, and I love meter. that movie. You know what? Form your own opinion. It's fine. It's fine to you know go engage what the public thinks, but definitely, um, definitely go in with an open mind to these ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, Daddy's Home Two will become a holiday staple for for a lot of people. It is. It is pretty darn funny, yeah. I'm sure. And by the way, you can stream Daddy's Home 2 on Paramount+. Plus. You can stream Jingle All the Way on, I think it's HBO Max. It also might be Paramount+, Plus, but I did see it available on one of the streaming services that I was sort of surfing through. Yes, I will fact yesterday. check you on that. Okay, but it's, it's a good one. Yeah. All right, so it is Jingle All the Way is free on YouTube to watch in full. Um, it's on a Hulu subscription, a Disney Plus subscription. Oh, Disney it, Plus, that's yeah, what it's it was. Everywhere. Okay. Disney owns the uh, production studio that put that out now, right? Disney owns 90% of the entertainment um, world, so and probably so, so. So does Viacom. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, thank you so much for uh, giving a listen to uh, our episode. I know that uh, we weren't able to have Luke, so. Oh, but he will be joining us. For a Christmas episode. He will be joining us because... So get ready to laugh. We now have a Microsoft dongle to where we can actually record. <laughs> that was my fault. I forgot to I don't know hold myself accountable for that one. Um, but yeah, Luke will definitely have his opinions. We'll have some Christmas... <laughs> Not Luke. Huh? Not Luke. Yeah, yeah, of course you will. I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Um, but, you know, we always do. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is, is Easy, Easy Talk. Talk.